0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Canvas Conversations on the Canvas Young Adults podcast from Grant Memorial Church. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas episode of Canvas Conversations here on the Not the Artist podcast. Many of you, of course, will remember this critically acclaimed show from the summer where our host team came together once a week to discuss world events and cultural news from a young adult Christian perspective. We ended our first season back in August, but we are excited to bring the team back together for a special Christmas episode this month. So friends, I'm excited to reintroduce you to the host team today, which is Matt. Hey. We got Maddie. Hi, guys. And Colin. We're back. We're back. Now, just so you all know, for accountability, we are each recording from our separate homes. Except uh, for but me. But we're, ex- <laughs> we're still excited to see each other <laughs> uh, and to be together and to record this episode for you guys. So, Matt, Maddie, and Colin, thanks for being here. No problem, Dom. Anytime. <laughs> all right. We're going to begin with an icebreaker question. Uh, most of our episode today will be about Christmas. We have a couple... Christmas conversation topics, as well as a fun game that we're going to be playing later. But to begin with, although we don't want to talk about COVID too much, as we tried to avoid in the summer as well, uh, I think it's good if we just kind of catch up a little bit for people to know. uh, So, what has the last few months looked like for you, um, especially as restrictions continue to increase in Manitoba? So, how has your life changed over the last few months since we previously recorded? Uh, Since I'm already talking, I'll go first. for me, I would say since from September till now, Grant has encouraged us. At first, it was like a sure work at home if you want, you know, when things weren't too bad. But as cases have increased, they've been increasingly pushing us to work from home. So I would say I'm working from home now 90% of the time. I go into the office once in a while if I really need a quiet space or to pick some stuff up, but mostly working from home which has its ups and downs, as everyone knows. Um, I definitely can sleep a little later than I used to and still be at work on time, but uh, definitely miss the social interactions that are part of work. Uh, Besides that, my life has been really quiet. I've been working, um, going for a walk in Assiniboine Park every day, which has been awesome because it's beautiful. Uh, This this December has been amazing. Uh, So that's been great. Uh, Working on some music just for fun and otherwise, yeah. Looking forward to Christmas. That's kind of what my life's been like. Uh, Matt, how about you? What's your life
1: been like these days? Uh, pretty good actually. Uh, so yeah, everyone knows, or everyone should know, that Maddie and I got married in October. So we went to Banff for a honeymoon, and then we came back, and then we had Thanksgiving with everyone, and then after that, it was. Alone and at home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What was Uh, the best part of Banff?
1: Oh, I, we went to Moraine Lake. That was my favorite. That was amazing. But actually, when we were first driving in to Banff, I was like amazed because we were driving through Calgary and then we saw like some silhouettes in the background. And then I was like, look at those clouds. And then we drove closer and closer and there are the mountains. So it was pretty sweet. Um, but no, Moraine Lake was probably my favorite. It was like the water's so blue. Um, mm. It was amazing. Yeah, it cool. was my favorite. But no, so lately I've just been at home uh, with Maddie. We've been hanging out, having fun. I've just been doing school, I then work part time all from home. So my computer, my small little laptop is getting a lot of work. It was working hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I think that's true for all of us. Uh, Maddie, how about you?
2: Yeah, so mine's pretty similar. (laughs) We're just hanging out at home. So from last time we were all together, uh, our last quarantine was spent entirely with my family. So this time around, it's a lot quieter. Um, It's just Matt and I here. So it's, it's just quiet. It's been really slow, which is nice. I think that yeah, last quarantine, we were still so busy. like it was wedding planning, and then summer was coming up, and there was a different workload, and now it's done. and so it's just such a different rest time, I think, for me right now, um which I'm really thankful for. So that's that period of just being at home. But my work is picked up a lot as well. so in the same breath that uh, yeah, we're not doing wedding planning, it's a whole different workload, so that's mm-hmm. my life right now, yeah,
0: yeah, cool. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, quarantine isn't easy. I'm sure both of you miss your families, mm. but it must be kind of nice in some ways to be, you know, you're sort of newly married and now you can kind of nest a little bit together. Uh, that yeah. must be at least nice and that's different from before. Totally. Um, I think you, there's you probably were. challenges
2: with it too. Like, I don't know, being newly married, there's always things you're probably going to have to grow through. It's just this is an out of the ordinary one. So for sure. Yeah. I'm thankful for it and it's still something to grow through, but. Yeah,
3: fair enough. Yeah. And Colin, how about you? Oh, man. Um, In some ways, it feels like nothing has changed. Um, (laughs) In a lot of ways, it does feel like things have changed. Definitely like not being able to casually go for coffee with friends and stuff. But uh, yeah, schoolwork picked up like crazy um, videos. Uh, So for those who don't know, I work at Grant on the um, media side of things. So I help produce a lot of the videos and edit them. And so it we've just been ramping up production for figuring out how to do Christmas this year and all of that. So it's definitely been bit way busier for me. Uh, first quarantine, I wasn't working and I had classes like w- once a week. Um, but, but now it's definitely feeling very busy. So it's definitely different than a lot of people's schedules right now, but I'm not sure which I'd prefer.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, in some ways, the busyness could be a good thing. I was actually, um, this past Saturday, we recorded um, a couple services for later in December, including Christmas Eve. And as I was leaving, I kind of thought to myself, wow, Colin and Craig now have an
3: incredible amount of work ahead of them. Oh, yeah.
0: Like you guys are probably editing like five services or something right now. There's a lot of stuff.
3: Yeah, no, I, uh, I luckily got today off. And so it's been my first day off in like, I'd say three months now. Because Whoa. whenever I'm not wow. doing school, it's it's work, and whenever I'm not doing work, it's school. So yeah, today Jeez, was man. nice, but uh, I, I know it's the calm before the storm. Yep, for
0: sure. Very true. Okay, guys. Well, today, our conversation, normally we focus on some world events and some news items. Um, but for today, we thought, you know what? We don't need to talk about the world anymore. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> has been just a wild year. And... I think people say that every year. I actually remember at the end of 2019. I don't know if you guys remember this, but people were kind of saying, thank goodness 2019 is over because 2020 is going to be great. That's
3: right.
1: People are are like, 2020 is my year. We were saying 2020 was the year of Dom. Do you remember that? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Like in 2019, we're like, Dom, 2020
3: is going to be your year, man.
2: And here we well, are. Well, I
3: appreciate the uh, enthusiasm, but he did find his love for podcasting. <laughs> I found my, you know what?
0: Okay. Let's take a second here. I this was not this was a hard year obviously for a lot of people. For me this was not overall a bad year. There were obviously a lot of like weird and hard and strange things that we all had to go through. But there were a lot of good things too. Like I I didn't know how much I liked podcasting. I didn't know um, how much our community would enjoy the podcast we make. And of all the things we tried to do online, I would say this has been one of the most successful, uh, in terms of engagement. And then even just personally, like I got really into making music and used money I had saved for a trip to New York, which got canceled, (laughs) um, to sort of build a little kind of home studio here. And, uh, yeah, I made an album which I'll be releasing later this month. So I don't know, like Woohoo. trying to look on the bright side. Like there's definitely good things that happened this year, but definitely a weird year. Regardless, 2020, the news and stuff going on right now, we probably don't need to cover a lot of it. So instead, we are just going to talk about Christmas. Um and sort of share some of our favorite parts of the holiday as well as what we're most looking forward to. Um yeah. So, hopefully you guys are good for that. Um, I know for me, this is definitely one of my favorite times of the year. And though this year will be different than previous years, uh, thanks to COVID-19, i um, I'm excited to hear your guys' favorite and most controversial parts of the holiday season. So let's start with something nice and simple. What is one of your favorite parts of Christmas? As you you look forward to the holidays, as December continues to move along, what is one thing about Christmas that you guys are really looking forward to? Maddie, why don't you start us off? Sure.
2: So... The one that comes to mind for me is my family every Advent does like an Advent event. So this year it looks a little different because my parents and I aren't actually together. Um, But they've still made it an, an event, which is so fun. So the first week we did... Uh, it was National Lampoon's Christmas, and we watch the movie together. You do like themed lunch, and they have snacks and little. I gifts. should have. We
0: should have known that, that <laughs> even quarantine <laughs> wouldn't stop the Scotts, the Scott parties. family,
2: from All the having time.
0: the amazing themed parties.
2: It's there's so many ways to do it. There's no excuse. So that's a tradition that we started just because Christmas can get so crazy and busy. Um, And especially as now we're combining two families between Matt and I, we're trying to um, schedule plan a little bit differently. And this was a fun way to still get in every party opportunity possible. So that's one that I look forward to. And I'm so glad that it's spread out. It just makes the month so much fun because there's always something at the end of every week. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially now, like it's, it's, different than other years but it's still possible so that's where i'm at for christmas
0: wow that's a great way to still celebrate mm-hmm. i love that
3: yeah cool uh colin how about you oh man um i think my favorite part about like a normal christmas would be classic turkey dinner with Ooh. all the extended relatives mm. it, <laughs> there's something about it it's i never eat turkey like outside of christmas and what, then what about it, Thanksgiving? thanksgiving like you never know what happens man sometimes it's what? Turkeys, too. what some, do you mean literally meant Bo- for thanksgiving. both sides of my family are like oh we like the other side of the family will probably make the turkey dinner so we'll oh. do something a little bit different and then we just have two different meals um chinese food and mexican food yeah <laughs> i'd love some chinese Our family usually food. does chinese for christmas because we Same. have turkey dinners um but man when you when you just get home after a gathering and you feel like physically ill and can't move because of how much Turkey and potatoes and gravy you had. There's, there's nothing like that.
0: (laughs) Colin, I'm glad you brought this up because my take about Turkey is that it's one of the worst birds like
3: (laughs) to eat. (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) need gravy on it. Like, I I don't think it's naturally a good tasting thing. Like you do have to do work. (laughs) to make it taste great but then like it's the experience
2: nostalgia i suppose
0: yeah it might be one of those things we just like though because of tradition um but for you that's an important part of christmas that's one of your favorite parts that classic turkey dinner Classic
3: turkey dinner wow well that sounds nice how about you matt we usually do
1: uh well my favorite part of christmas is probably the food and um so usually at our house on the 24th we usually have a Big meal like on at in the evening. So we usually have like every single type of seafood, um, chicken wings. Wait a minute,
0: (laughs) every kind of seafood? It's true. Come on,
1: can you define that? This isn't a big meal. This is a big buffet.
2: Yes,
1: yes, it's not no freaking (laughs) turkey and potato party. (laughs) Oh, so offended. Just kidding. It's great. Um, no, we usually have like shrimp, mussels, lobster, um, some type of fish like salmon or no, we yeah, salmon, and then there's like a codfish dish that uh, my mom makes that's like a Portuguese style, and then yeah, so not every type of seafood,
0: but do you do you like that stuff, Matt? Do you like seafood? I love seafood,
1: really. Yeah. What? Okay. okay, here we no, no, no. go, Dom. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, you like purple? I don't
0: know. Listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matt, I st- I actually thought about that probably four separate times today.
1: <laughs> the purple
0: thing, no. no. <laughs> your favorite color is purple. Um, no, okay. Okay, Matt. Matthew Moniz, look at me. <laughs> I'm across looking Zoom. at you. I'm looking right into your eyes. I don't think you're a picky eater. Thank you. Okay? I know you think that I think that I don't but here's what I do think. I think oh no. <laughs> that you are very vocal about which foods you do and don't like, which is why people think you're a
1: picky eater. Yeah, because I'm an honest person.
0: <laughs> it's not <an> honesty. <laughs> Listen, though, there are a lot of foods, maybe not more than the normal amount. I'm trying to be diplomatic here, but there are an average to above average amount of foods that you don't like. And so I am surprised that seafood, which is notoriously a food people are picky about, is something you enjoy.
2: Yes. yes. It's a texture thing, though. Okay, this it? is the
3: thing.
0: But that's what I don't like
3: about seafood. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm a big mouthfeel oh, person. So I'm like 50-50 on seafood. People, People say that I'm a picky eater. It's just because you say that you don't like onions. <laughs> Granted, I
1: don't like a lot of foods. But it's just... Like, oh, what just grinds my gears is when, like, we'll we'll go into a restaurant and, like, there's say there's a pasta or there's a steak and I get the steak Mm. and someone says, oh, you're such a eater because you didn't get the pasta. I'm like, no, what? (laughs) I didn't get that because I would way rather prefer steak, but.
0: But you are Matt, come on, you are literally referring to a single event. No, it has <laughs> happened once. And he's referring to one event where he Dino. ordered a steak at the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. It's <laughs> Matt, come on, that's an insane thing to do.
1: No, no, it's not. <laughs> another thing, another thing that we have to say is that okay now. If we're sitting if someone makes me a meal and it's pasta, I will eat it. But if someone makes a meal with two different foods, and I prefer one over the other, oh, that's fine. I'm going to choose the other one. Of course. But people think that I'm picky because I won't eat that one. It's like, no, there's certain things that I don't like. So mm-hmm. onions, I hate onions. <laughs> yeah, But there's certain dishes with onions that I like. Um, what else don't I like? I don't like potato salad. Every single time it, I want to vomit. Every single time <laughs> I have it because of a bad experience. <laughs> I don't know. Well, back to Christmas, um, which is what we're here to talk about. I'm I'm ready to get nailed in this podcast.
0: You are not. I am not out to get you. This is Christmas. It's the spirit of giving. <laughs> I'm I said, here we to have support you, Matt.
1: Matt, you like
0: seafood? <laughs> I was just
1: surprised.
0: I wasn't out to get you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Matt enjoys your favorite part of Christmas. Then is the seafood. Yeah, just the the family meals. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. I haven't had Christmas Day dinner at your house. That would be a little intimate. Um, but I have had Christmas. I have had meals at your house around Christmas, Mm -hmm. and it is, it is a a level of food, um, (laughs) quality and quantity wise that is difficult to express using the English language. So, (laughs) I can see why that you would love that so much. Mm -hmm. For me, one of my favorite parts of Christmas. uh, Okay, I love the spiritual meaning of Christmas. I love the Christmas story. I love Advent. I love especially the Christmas Eve services where we sing Silent Night and light the candles. I'm definitely going to miss that this year. But also, one of my favorite parts of Christmas is honestly the cultural celebration around Christmas. Um, Even outside the church, it's a holiday that encourages joy and generosity and quality time with family and friends. I love the music, the food, the movies, and even the decorations. I I, I think you guys know this about me, but uh, in years past, in December, I used to have a tradition where I'd go to Polo Park uh, like maybe a week or so before Christmas. And I, ha- I always did the same thing. I was there to people watch. So I'd go to the Starbucks. It was always a half-sweet caramel brulee latte from Starbucks. Ooh. And then I would just walk around the mall. And they hang those nice string lights kind of in the middle on the second floor. Tons of people are there. Everyone's just kind of happy. Kids are lighting up to see Santa. I honestly love those parts of Christmas. I love the cultural feeling around this time of year. Um, so that's one something I always look forward to. Um, but And I'm a big fan of the Christmas drinks from Starbucks. I uh, <laughs> That's definitely one of my favorite parts as well. Okay, so... There are things about Christmas we love. There are things about Christmas we celebrate. But I'm assuming that (laughs) given the (laughs) level of argument we've already had tonight, that we probably already have some Christmas hot takes. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you have any Christmas hot takes, controversial opinions about this season, this time of year. I'm going to start by telling you guys mine. I thought about it a lot today. My hot take... Is twofold. There's two parts to it. Maybe it's not as hot as I think it is, but I think that almost, and I would say probably pretty much all original Christmas music is bad. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really bad. Every year, lots of artists, and I listen to a lot of folk music, and folk artists especially seem to love to do this, come out with albums where they try to recreate the Christmas classics. They put their own spin on Jingle Bells or on Silent Night. Or, and this is worse, they try to write their own new songs. And it's almost always really bad. Mm -hmm. I can think of lots of artists who have tried hard to create new cultural favors and have just totally struck out. But the second part of my hot take was that the last good Christmas song that has ever been recorded or released is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey.
2: The last I think that's a
0: great song. I think it's fun. I think it's musically very interesting. I listened to a podcast where they broke it down and how it's actually a very uniquely written song. I don't know if either of those are hot takes, but those are my Christmas takes. I think most original Christmas music is really bad. I love the classic stuff, but the new stuff, no good.
2: There's some bold statements in there. Yikes.
0: Is that controversial? Am I ruffling feathers here?
2: I don't know if it's controversial. I just think the last good Christmas song written is pretty big. That's a big statement.
0: Yeah, I think I can stand by it, though. I can't yeah. think of anything that's come out since Mariah Carey's. Oh, Justin Bieber. Uh, Thank you, Dom. No.
2: Oh, Thank interesting. Ooh, okay, we
0: found something divided. here. So, Matt and Maddie, what's wrong? What's going on here? Matt,
1: you're
0: a fan of Justin Bieber's Christmas album? 100%.
1: Song? I'm like, <laughs> follow. Okay. No, but uh, this thing, I do agree that the original, um, the original music isn't that fantastic, but like if you put on some Frank Sinatra Christmas, playlist, Oh yeah. Oh, there's nothing better. It's Christmas time.
2: But when you play a Justin Bieber song before or after a Frank Sinatra Christmas song, it's a whole nother level that I don't want to be on. Cause it's, it doesn't even yeah. get anywhere close.
0: Yeah i get you like um it's always kind of awkward when like a hip-hop artist mm-hmm. redoes a christmas song and like the chorus is just the carol that you know and love and then like ludicrous comes in on verse one <laughs> and it's like this is not this is just the veneer of yeah. christmas
2: <laughs> good try i like the effort <laughs> yeah
0: yeah for sure either way that's my christmas hot take most original christmas music that's come out in the last few decades is no good Matt, do you have any Christmas hot takes as we go into the holiday season?
3: Colin, why are you smiling? Because uh, I feel like I know exactly what your hot take is. Really? Ooh, guess, guess, hang on.
0: Guess. I want to know what Colin thinks I Matt's hot about take is. I turkey
3: and mashed potatoes. No. Oh, no. Okay, because you, you made a comment. I did make a comment. Because, but, uh, only
1: because you said nothing is like Christmas, like turkey dinner. It's like, no.
3: No, no, nothing's like Christmas's turkey dinner. You know what, Colin? I'm not saying that it's top tier. I'm saying that it's a, its own experience. You like, can't it, recreate it totally it. is. I agree.
0: Matt, Matt, on Christmas morning, would you rather eat seafood than turkey? Christmas morning? Christmas morning?
3: Dumb, you can what leave. are you? Christmas lunch. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Christmas dinner? <laughs> Christmas yeah, dinner. Sure. Seafood. It has to be dark outside.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said morning. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it would be Neither. seafood Matt, over no turkey. It's six Tom in the morning. mug of gravy. <laughs>
0: You hear the pitter-patter of reindeer on your rooftop. What more could you want when the sun is beginning oh. to rise than a heavy, heavy Christmas dinner?
2: Oh, gross. Big bowl of cranberry sauce.
0: Matt, yeah. it's Christmas dinner. Okay. It's the night. You are eating with your family. Would you rather have seafood than turkey? Yes. That is your Christmas hot take.
3: <laughs> what? That is a steaming hot take. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fully disagree with that. As great as my favorite tradition is. Like, if you have great quality food, I mean, come on. it
1: is. It is. Both are good quality. I think that seafood is better than turkey, in my own opinion. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a hot take. I guess the only hot take that I have, and I hope there's no kids listening. Because (laughs) I don't understand how kids actually think. That Santa Claus is real. How the heck do they believe that one single man flies around the whole world and delivers a present to each person?
3: Matt, do you remember like when you started realizing that other people like had a thought process and like actually thought things? Yes. (laughs) Because that's the moment where you start realizing, oh, things happen outside of the world that aren't focused on me. No, I understand I you're that. You're thinking how is Jimmy getting presents from Santa? <laughs> so you're just saying Santa's coming specifically to me to bring presents. I don't know. I oh, never believed in point. Santa. Really? When I
1: heard about Santa, I said that's impossible. When I was a kid, I said, "No, there's no freaking way that this guy is delivering presents." You were What? Hang on. What? Really? You were this critical at a young age? Yes. 7 billion people on this earth. <laughs> I was sitting there in, in freaking kindergarten thinking to myself, there is no way that this guy's real. I mean, I did go to a private school,
3: but still. <laughs> I went to private school. I believed in Santa. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, I hope so we're not sorry. breaking it to you. Um, How did you? So your parents, they like put so much work into this. They're like, man, we've been telling that Santa's real. Signing no, all like, the cards, that's Santa. That's the thing right there, Colin. And then you were just like, screw you, parents. <laughs> no,
1: my parents. They worked so hard to get us gifts there. Some guy (laughs) is not going to come and take their place for me being thankful for my family. So this is an
0: economic argument just as much as it is a like
1: geography. (laughs)
0: Listen,
1: all I'm saying is one guy to seven billion people. It ain't happening.
2: Maddie, did you grow up with Santa? We grew up. Okay, no. The answer is no. We grew up knowing that we were the Santas. So as kids, we would put on like the elf antler or the the deer antlers and go up and down the street and like give out baking to our neighbors. Or we would drop presents off at a grandparent's house or something. And it was like we were being the Santas. So it was like the act of giving and and dropping off little treats and things, that was being Santa. It wasn't that Santa right. was like a guy at the North Pole delivering all these gifts. So it was a chance sure. for us to play the role, which was really fun.
0: That's a really cool way to approach it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, because then it's not like completely removing the fun parts no. of it, but it's also not as like totally. not as far-fetched maybe. Mm-hmm. Colin, you did Santa. I did too I, when I
3: was I kid. honestly don't remember. Like, How does it feel? Thinking like, that... I was getting gifts from Santa, but I'm pretty sure that we grew up with the the lie of Santa, yeah.
2: The lie. Yeah. Is yeah, lie. I did
0: too. Probably not for for very long, but I think when I was really young. Mm. Do you remember? Um, I remember actually when I sort of pieced together that Santa did not I don't remember how old I was, but I remember I was in a a tent in my backyard. Uh, this was it, <laughs> it wasn't in the summer. winter. <laughs> No, yeah, it minute. wasn't it's in the winter. AM, it was in the summer, Christmas exactly. Date. And I think I was like with an older cousin or something. And I was like, okay,
3: oh.
0: let's get real. Santa doesn't exist,
3: right? And He's like, yeah,
2: no. <laughs> oh, that's so you're sad. Like,
3: you're my older cousin. You know all. You, you can't never lie, to me. lie. It's against the law. Tell me the truth. <laughs> yeah. I, like sure. you're in so I do remember that a
0: little bit, but I'm sure I pieced it together really young, Matt. Don't judge me. It had to have been like. At you know, at least four or five years ago. Yeah, if your kid's ten out. and
3: still believes in Santa, the kid, that you're you're trying a little too hard here. Also, they are very good at picking up on clues.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a pretty thin story, to be honest. Like, um, so you're saying,
3: calm when you saw Santa at the mall, you were freaking out. Like, I think it was an exciting activity. I I don't remember it. Dom, it was just like when you saw Santa, Santa? at the mall, at
1: many different yeah. malls. Yeah, at <laughs> the same, same time. Yeah, because Santa is obviously omnipresent. I didn't (laughs) even know the word omnipresent as a. Are you,
0: Kate? If you were you that kid, were you the grade oneer who was walking around going, "You know, he's not (laughs) omnipresent."
1: I was raised right to not break other kids'
3: dreams.
2: (laughs) Here we are. I just knew in my head.
3: Right now, Matt would be like, "Santa's not uh, immune to COVID. There's no way he's doing this."
2: (laughs) Isolation. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Santa's
0: a super Let's spreader. hope Santa
3: doesn't have COVID or is giving everyone COVID.
0: <laughs> everyone on Earth at the same time. No, they made yeah. official Merry
3: news Christmas. releases that are like, if kids ask, Santa's immune. We've been assured by the CDC. Oh my Lord, help me.
0: I love that. No. That's, that's good. I probably <laughs> won't tell my kids about, like, I probably won't do Santa. I think I kind of like the way your family did it, Maddie. That mm-hmm. seems great to me. Yeah, it was Kind sweet. of a middle ground, but I haven't decided. I'm going to say I'm Santa. I'm freaking sad. I, I love the idea, Matt, if you have like a two or three year old and you sit them down and you're like, listen, your friends are going to tell you that some creepy elf breaks into their house and gives them gifts. I want you to know that I worked my fingers to the bone for the money we used to buy this gift. And I don't want no fat old man taking credit for it.
3: I mean, come on. Merry Christmas. Teaches them the word omnipresent at two years yes. old.
0: <laughs> It's their first word, "ami <laughs> oh, <man>. present." <A> <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, that's that's a good take. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Maddie, how about you? What's one of your Christmas hot takes?
2: Well, we were talking about being being Santas, and that's how we grew up doing it. So I actually really like gift giving, but I hate so much organized gift exchanges. It makes oh. me so anxious. <laughs> I stress about it since like. September 24th. I don't know what everybody wants, but if you give a list, I feel like it's kind of weird because it's a gift. So then why don't I just spend my $20 on what I want and you spend your $20 and we're, we still end up with the same stuff. I don't know. I just, I think it's weird. I still really like it. Like there's a piece that I know it makes sense, but there's just a whole other side of my brain that's like, what is happening with these gift exchanges? It makes me. Ugh, i don't know how i feel
3: okay our family we were terrible with gift exchanges because people would get their own names and not tell people Ooh. or like it It always got confusing and people would like read through the papers there's an app called elster yes. and yes. it automatically gives everybody their names and you can add to your wish list and then um it notifies the other person that you added to their your wish list and they mm. can sort of figure it out. But I get the thing about like, why don't we just spend our own money on yeah. things that we want?
2: That's my cynical side. Last year we did, I don't think it was that elf one you mentioned, but it was another uh, Secret Santa electronic draw. And it didn't was, work. It didn't work.
1: No, Alson didn't end up getting a gift last year. I bet he loved that. He Which loved oh, when yeah. things <laughs> don't go right. Because he was such a, for some reason... He just finished exams or something, so he was still kind of like groggy and kind of (laughs) grumpy. So we're like all making fun of him, being like the Grinch, and he's not going to get any gifts. (laughs) And then he did. And then all of a sudden, like me and Alex get Patricia, so his his fiance's. We get her a gift because we both got her in this through this app. Oh no! And no one got Alison, and Alison's like, "Well, it was so funny." And that's how
2: I wrecked Christmas at the Moni's house because I didn't want to do a paper draw. Because no one was together in October, so I said, oh, let's man. do it online, and I broke Christmas.
0: One of my takes that's adjacent to the one you've okay. been sharing, Maddie, is that I, lo- I really like giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I would say if I'm doing the love languages thing, which I'm not all about, but I would say giving gifts is actually pretty low on my list, but it's still something I enjoy doing. I do not like receiving gifts at all. I don't like the pressure of somebody handing you a gift and they're kind of looking at you right in your eyes and oh, they're like, hey, open this in front of me so I can see how oh, much you like gosh. this. <laughs> and the reason I don't like it is because even if I genuinely like the gift, even if I'm actually excited, I feel like I still can't have a genuine reaction. I yep. have to almost overplay it and it always feels fake.
2: I get it. I totally get it.
3: The love language is... um getting gifts not giving gifts so <laughs> mm. yeah getting gifts is definitely going to be your bottom one
0: yeah receiving gifts is
1: not one of my love languages
0: yeah tell me i look nice or give me a hug or something <laughs> one of the other
1: ones but do not give me anything what about when someone brings you like an ice cream at the door
0: well that's always nice okay Does that's a not right count? yeah, yeah
2: not like i what know we're... what
1: that is yeah i is can food different then can... then like something else
2: i think yes it's
1: It's that moment of like, whoa, I wonder what's in
2: here.
3: (laughs) I think the worst worst situation is when the person overhypes the gift. They're like, I know exactly what I got you the perfect gift while handing it to you. And you open it and it's like, yeah, thanks for the coffee. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'll grind this up later. It's great.
0: Yeah. One uh, piece of advice that my dad gave me, I don't remember how old I was. Maybe mid teens, he always told me when you're giving someone a gift, don't oversell it or undersell it. Because that will make the person feel awkward. Mm. So overselling it is what you're describing, Colin, when you're like, oh my goodness, I got the best thing ever. <laughs> I saw you're gonna you love it. I and then the person of you <laughs> Yeah. And the person has to react like a crazy person to like even if they actually like it. But underselling it is worse. Has anyone oh, have totally you guys ever had that where someone gives you a gift?
2: That's yeah. in the office. And they're
0: like, oh, I just like picked it up on the way over. Like I, you know, or they're like, oh, it's, it's just a place. I don't know. Like, yeah. why do people do that? Cause then you have to like almost make them feel better about their gift. And that's not a fun position to be in. Or oh.
2: no, no, no. You have to out gift them <clears throat> next time because they're saying how small it is. So that's right. their expectation. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's, yeah. that's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> give you a roll. I had a friend who got me a gift and it was like a hundred dollars. said, why the heck would you do that? So I had to give him a hundred dollar gift.
0: I know. Have you? Has that happened to you guys? You guys have gotten a Christmas gift from someone that, so and you're field. like,
1: oh. The value
0: you place on a relationship <laughs> is numerically very different than the value I place on it. Totally. Yes. This was the $100 <laughs> gift. <laughs> like, there, I have a lot of people in my life that I really like mm-hmm. that I would consider friends. But if they dropped off a Christmas gift for me, I'd actually be a little mad. Because <gasps> i be like, what the heck? So like,
3: I should return your iPad Pro. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess I can't give them
0: no, that brand Hall new Bose
3: Sorry, headset. Already returned.
1: <laughs> Oh shoot
3: expect a, you returned uh, you
0: rejected the package already. Yeah. Okay. Colin, how about you? What's one of your hot takes for Christmas? This is
3: like a lukewarm take, only because 50% of the world will heavily agree and 50% will absolutely hate this. But um Hallmark should be canceled. Um that's a hot take, actually, it's, man. It's a hot take, but it's also not a hot that take. That feels hot to me. There's think a about lot of people, people who, who will agree. Suffer. But think about it. Any other like movie genre if they cut and paste the exact same storyline for like 300 movies over the course of 10 years star wars star wars that's not the (laughs) exact same storyline for every single movie but like it just blows my mind how you can just be like oh big town girl moves back to small town And then finds the the small town guy and stays in small town. How that can produce so much money. I don't know. Will I possibly work on the set of a Hallmark movie one day? Maybe. (laughs) Yes. But um, they do film a lot of them in Winnipeg. They do. Yeah. yeah, I just, I can't stand (laughs) it. I will does it watch affect them your life, though, group.
0: Colin? Like, yeah. maybe. Your, does your mom and sister watch a My lot of them? My mom
3: and sister, yeah, and sister-in-law, they all get together. My mom oh, yeah. and sister have been watching um, Hallmark movies, one a day, um, mm. sometimes two, and I walk past, I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, I'll, uh, I'll see you in three hours.
0: Yeah. yeah, crazy how many independent, self-starting magazine editors from New York fall <laughs> in love with Lumberjacks <laughs> in their hometown.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. A little fun fact, though. Um, there's a Hallmark movie filmed where Maddie and I got married.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Um, but okay, okay, I'm with you, Colin. I'm not a big fan of Hallmark movies, but let me say this: I feel a little bit like you're judging them according to a standard they're not trying to go by. I think they know full well what they are. Oh, they know exactly the same what movie they are. Over they and don't over think again.
3: that they're like these w- like mind-blowing directors. They're not going for the Oscars. <laughs> no, they they're pretty much like. Cutting out like the names of like the same script, and then just like h- hitting up a uh, a name generator and replacing the names, and then <laughs> refilming, and yep. somehow that makes some billions to trillions of dollars. And I I think it's more of a envy thing that um I'm not making yeah. <laughs> that money off that idea, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's also just oh man, it like Netflix is already over cluttered, but it's getting worse. Sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, Matt or Maddie, are either of you fans of the Hallmark Christmas genre? Maddie is. Um, Sorry, Maddie.
2: My mom is, and so apparently by osmosis, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's November first at November one a.m. There's yes, Hallmark movies are on, and it's on straight. There's no pause. You just leave it on. It's always in the background.
0: Is this a channel? Like, how does it stream yes. so perpetually? Oh, The Hallmark, oh, it the is. Hallmark okay. Channel. <laughs> oh, there is a Hallmark Channel. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I I don't like it. I'll, like, there's times where I'll watch it just to watch it, because everyone else is sometimes, and I'll sit there, I'm like, this is not great. is the same movie we just watched two hours ago.
2: Did you know that there's Halloween Hallmark movies?
1: Yeah, and it's probably Christmas, what? but Christmas instead is of finding a candy cane shop where you're hu- Future husband's gonna be. It's gonna be like a something else shop, <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween candy shop.
2: There's Valentine's Hallmark.
1: It's the same thing.
3: I agree, Colin. They just get so lazy with the scripts too. Like I, 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 I walked past the TV at one point, and they, they were in a contest, and um, the the they had competed already, and the person was gonna do like the UFC, like oh the winner, and then they raise whoever's <laughs> hand. But they got them to cover their eyes and they're like, all right, cover your eyes. And he goes, three, two, one. The winner is this person. And then they open their eyes and they're surprised. Why were they covering their eyes? (laughs) (laughs) There was no reason for them to cover their eyes. Nothing happened. He just announced the name. Because the last movie they didn't cover their eyes but apparently that was a sweet moment in the movie so oh dude they're pumping out
1: like movie like every year there's like 200 different movies so they have to get lazy (laughs) with the script yeah
0: (laughs) yeah it's fine no one's no one's actually watching them anyway we're just putting them on in the background when people have family gatherings All right, guys, well, we are going to move on to a Christmas-themed game. Are you guys ready to play? Yes. I've been preparing for the past two months. Good. I'm (laughs) happy to hear that. This game is called Christmas by the Numbers. And in this game, (laughs) I'm going to ask you three a few Christmas trivia questions, but the answer to the question will always be a number. So these questions, the answer is always a number. Um, For each question, all three of you, each of you will tell me your answer here on the call. I'll write them down. And then the person whose answer was closest to the correct answer wins a point. And you can be closest by over or under. This isn't Price is Right rules. You can be over or under, but whoever's closest wins a point. No internet. I mean, keep your internet on so that we continue to meet and our call doesn't (laughs) drop. But no internet to look up. I'm trusting you guys on this. And no calculators. A couple of the songs, a calculator might be helpful, but no calculators. All right, let's do this. Question number one for the Christmas by the Numbers. In the song, 12 Days of Christmas, many gifts are given to the singer of the song by her true love. In total, over the 12 days, how many gifts are given? If you add all the gifts up, how many are given in total? 54. 54. Matty says 54. Matt, what about you? I know it's not 54. It's higher than 54.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I won't, I'm not going to do all the math. I'm going to go uh, 72. Okay, and Colin?
3: I think I, I was going to do 71, but I what? have to be spot on then. So I guess 71. <laughs> okay, so we've got 72, 71, and
0: 54. Well, the winner is <laughs> Matt. Congratulations, what? Matt, because the correct answer is 364.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Am I thinking oh, of the right song?
0: Because every like day, times. she gets all the gifts from the previous days, too. Does she? Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she gets oh all the gifts from day one, good, and good two, and three, down. but it's not a trick. <laughs> Okay. Wow. I, I knew it was
1: higher than 54 for sure. I was so sure. I was going to say like 92, but I was like, that must be
3: too high.
0: Maddie, were you doing 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus? That's what yeah. I did.
3: And I got 71.
2: <laughs> oh, you're probably right.
3: <laughs>
2: but you, yeah, I but thought this was like, like she also a speed receives thing the too. gifts every
0: day from the previous days. Oh man. Okay. Well, that may have been one of the harder ones. Hopefully. Um, it's okay. We're getting warmed up. All right. Question number two, according to the, and this is wonderful that this exists. American Christmas Tree Association, in 2018, which is the last time they did this study, what percentage of American households have artificial Christmas trees as opposed to natural Christmas trees? What percentage have artificial? 76%. Matt says 76. Wait, this is just in America? Yeah, it's the US, yeah. Okay, yeah. 76. US
2: and of people who have Christmas trees.
0: Yep. if an uh, American household has Christmas trees, which percentage of those oh, okay. households are artificial? 82. Maddie says 82.
3: I'm going to go with
0: 61. 61. The correct answer is incredibly 82%. Whoa. <laughs> I knew Maddie, this, you guys. Maddie's the winner. <laughs> that shocked me. That seemed really high. Well, what brought you to 82, Maddie? That seems high to me. I thought more people I would- think,
2: yeah. I think everybody would... Say they get a real tree, but I actually haven't been to anybody's house who has a real tree. I only mm.
1: know one person who has a real tree
2: my grandma, but well, I think my first school, but
1: yeah, no, I agree.
3: Yep, 82% is good.
0: Real Christmas trees are, of course, yeah, the ideal, but mm-hmm. a lot of work and money. They're and not really life.
3: the ideal. I don't know if it's the ideal, <laughs>
2: it's what? nostalgic.
3: I think artificial non lit trees are ideal.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, 82% of Americans agree with you. So there you nice. go. <laughs> ding, ding. All right, moving on. Question number three. The song White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Get this this is a cool fact. It's the best selling single of all time, not just oh, Christmas yeah. music, of all time. The best selling single. In which year was this song released? Which year was this song released? This is Maddie's favorite movie. So she has to get it right. It was probably the same year as the movie. I don't know for sure,
3: but I'm no. guessing it so was the around the same time. So
2: the movie was based off the song, which came out after the after song. After the song.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay.
3: I have zero reference. 2002. <gasps> um, I oh know. my what? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm not huge into it's Christmas. Pretty, it's Colin pretty says 2002. <laughs> hey, what Damn. if I'm closer though? <laughs>
0: No, they would have to be off by centuries
2: <laughs> for you to be close.
0: Actually, you right. are technically off by centuries. I said
2: 1938.
0: Okay, Maddie says 1938. Tommy, you said I was it off is. by
3: centuries.
0: <laughs> I was <laughs> you know a using is? effect.
1: It is yeah, 19. I think... Hold on, oh. I'm actually. I actually think I know this one.
2: You would okay. have said 2001.
1: It is 19. <laughs> 24. Matt says 1924. That white Christmas came on. Just kidding.
0: Okay. But, the correct answer. The the uh, this song was released in goodness. the year 1942. Dang it, which so makes Maddie the too. closest. I I literally
1: just said it's 1946.
0: Um, hmm. and interestingly, I learned this song in the studio was recorded in 18 minutes. Hmm. They wow. had the song already written, they went in. They did like two takes and that was it. And it's become Isn't the best crazy? selling single of all time. That's pretty sweet. It's Congrats. really. Sweet. Congrats to Bing on his big win. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Question number four. In the movie, classic movie, A Charlie Brown Christmas, how much does Lucy charge for her psychiatric services? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Ten cents.
0: So she has a little stand set up. It says psychiatric help or something on it. How much is she charging for her psychiatric services? Maddie, you said five, ten cents? No, no, no. She's, she a,
2: said ten cents. I said ten cents, but okay. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever watched this, actually. I'll I,
3: steal that answer, but if you're going to drop it. Um, I'm going to say 22 cents. says 20,
0: okay,
3: 20. Uh, 22? Colin, what do you think? I, it, it has to be like a coin value. It's what a kid value... Uh,
2: but she's mean, isn't she?
3: I think it's twenty five cents. She
2: might charge like whoa, whoa, five bucks. Whoa, no,
3: you said twenty
1: two cents. I'm taking. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Cents. If you say twenty five, you're probably gonna be right. Um, twenty two. But pennies are real. Pennies are so still they're... real. Uh, shoot, <laughs> not in Canada.
3: Wait, wait, Matt. What's your answer?
0: Matt said twenty two cents.
3: cents. Twenty two. I'll, I'll go twenty five cents.
0: Ooh. Colin's going twenty five. Well, friends, the correct answer. She charges five cents. That was. Five cents, which makes Maddie the winner. Whoop, whoop. That's three points for Maddie so far. I'm, I'm terrible at this game.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. Where's your Christmas spirit? You're
0: just getting warmed up, Mister 2002 Bing
1: Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love how you said, "I don't know anything about this."
3: 2002. <laughs> that is... Have you heard the song? <laughs> yeah. How could it have been recorded in 2002? Uh, he sings the words "Why Christmas." Yeah. That's yeah. all I know. I mean, there's lots
0: of different versions. Anyway, I got, I, you know what, Colin? I'm not making fun of you. Fair enough.
3: Yeah, I'm not mad over here.
0: Okay, next question. In the year 1659, celebrating oh. Christmas was outlawed in Massachusetts by the Puritans, the Christians in the area, who believed that the holiday was a distraction from the true meaning of Christ's birth. That was in 1659. In which year was this ban lifted?
3: 1660.
0: Colin says 1660.
3: One year later, they're like, oops. Oops. (laughs) We like gifts. I'm going to say
1: 1672. Okay. Maddie?
2: 1683.
1: I'm going to stop saying my answers before. (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, the correct answer is 1681. See? Which means Maddie is once again the closest. Wow. If I didn't
1: say that, what was your answer going to be?
2: I no, that was my answer.
0: Liar. <laughs> um, yeah, it, they 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 re, um, lifted the ban later, but it was still discouraged for a long time, and it only became a national holiday in the U.S. in 1870, uh, two hundred so years long. later. Uh, okay, next question. So so far, Maddie is rocking four points, uh, and Matt is got one, and Colin is. Doing his best. Oh. Uh, yeah, best <laughs> FT zero. You're doing great. You're doing great. Colin, I love you. Uh. You're just... You're, <laughs> it's just. Listen, it's uh, There's still lots of points left. Um. But I will say this, Maddie, for at least the next one question, you have to answer first. Okay. Just so that's that Matt stops. Yep. Sounds yep. good. All right. Okay. Question number six. According to the National Retail Federation... So this is in the States again, because that's where all studies are done. In 2020, so this year... What is the planned amount of money that the average American person plans to spend on Christmas? So what uh, people were polled, hey, this year, what do you think you're going to spend on gifts, food and decorations? What Ooh. would what would you think the average amount is that the average American would spend on Christmas this year? Six hundred fifty. Six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. OK,
1: well, it's definitely higher than a thousand. I'm going to say thirteen hundred dollars.
0: Thirteen hundred from Matt and Colin.
3: I'll I'll go with fifteen hundred.
0: Fifteen hundred. Okay. Well, friends, the correct answer is nine hundred and ninety-eight dollars. Nine hundred ninety-eight dollars, which means Matt, you win. Way to go, Matt. Matt's now at two points. Yeah, nine hundred ninety-eight dollars not is. That what is the not average. as
1: much as I, I thought it was going to be, in like the two thousand range. Yeah.
0: No, that's the average for an adult in the U.S. Um, and that's down only fifty dollars from twenty nineteen. So people thought the pandemic would really change. I think it's changing how and where people are spending money, but it's actually not changing the amount too much.
1: I want to see the difference that Amazon expected last year to this year. Oh my
0: gosh. I don't even want to know what Amazon's (laughs) profits are right now. Okay, moving on. So question number seven. The song Jingle Bells was originally released as a song called One Horse Open Slay. <laughs> in which year was this song first published and performed?
2: 1902.
0: 1902 from Maddie. 1948.
3: 1948, Colin. I'm a, I'm gonna pull a a prices right here and go
0: 1949. <gasps> oh. 1949 from Colin. Well, friends, the song "One Horse Open Sleigh," now known as "Jingle Bells," was first published and performed in 1857 close 1857 making Maddie the winner of that round Uh, interestingly it was originally written as a song for Thanksgiving Uh, the writer of the song wrote it to be performed at his church for a Thanksgiving celebration okay question number eight according to a Pew research study done in 2013 what percentage of American adults that year went Christmas caroling
2: 14% that's too high (laughs)
0: Maddie says 14%
2: with doubt.
3: I'd say 5%.
2: Of all Americans.
0: With no
3: reference. Um, but of all I've Americans. I've never seen a single caroler. No way, man. It's Have popular. you ever gone caroling? I've never I've seen a single caroler. <laughs> caroling usually requires new? more than one person.
1: <laughs> sure. I remember one guy came up to our house with a guitar. And it was super nice. I liked it. I'm going to go with uh, 18%. Oh, no.
3: 18. Final answer. Wait,
2: Colin, what was yours? I said five. Five, five,
3: but once again, no reference.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, The correct answer is 16%. Whoa. Which is right Wait. in... Uh, it's a tie. Uh, <laughs> it's a tie because Matt and Maddie, you were at 18, right, Matt? Which means yeah, I get the point. I knew it was higher out. than
1: 14, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 16,
2: 16%. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a lot.
3: That's so wild. It is.
0: It does seem like a lot to me. Okay, moving on. In 1975... A man named Werner Erhard from San Francisco set the record for the most Christmas cards sent by one person in a single year. How many Christmas cards did Werner Erhard send?
3: First of all, where's where's the boundaries for this? Are you allowed to send them all year?
0: I believe so, in a single year. So, yes. So, he could have spent his entire year doing this.
1: And then he would have to send
3: it to people he doesn't know.
0: That the number or, would imply that, you,
3: or you could just send it to the same person, it's just cards mm. that okay. would be so creepy.
2: 12,502.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go
1: for 106,000.
2: Whoa, whoa, that's a lot. Okay, I think colony stats
1: are first next time. Uh, yeah. Let's
3: go with like
1: 40,000.
2: Wow, that's a lot of paper. That's, that,
3: that's 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 only 10 cards a day, though. That's what I'm saying.
2: 100- okay.
0: The correct answer. It's over a six, 100. Nope. It's 62,284, which means Colin <laughs>
2: wins. Finally, let's go. Colin <laughs> wins a
0: whole game. Back in that's this. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, nice. That's
0: crazy. He sent 62,000 Christmas cards that year. That's, wow. Wait.
2: He's a machine.
0: He's a machine. He must have actually maybe had a machine. Well, it was 1975, <laughs> so...
2: Yeah, no, she's
0: Did it have to be written by him?
1: 170 cards a day. What a That's terrible a of goal. Cards.
2: I thought 10 was a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, not quite as many as 62,000. <laughs> okay, question number 10. We got three more. According to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, this was in two years ago, 2018, how many people in the United States needed to be admitted to the ER for holiday decorating-related injuries? In the U.S., how many people needed to go to the hospital over injuries from their holiday decorating?
3: I would say 33. Matt
2: says
0: 33 people.
2: 210.
0: Maddie says 210. In all of the
3: United States, only 210 people? I think it's got to be at least (laughs) 3,000.
2: Go for it. I was, yeah.
3: I can see how it's higher than 33.
2: Think about <laughs> 33, all the people on ladders.
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, one out of every 110 million people.
2: That's Think sad. about all the things that could go wrong. You get electrocuted, to fall go to off a ladder. ER,
3: though, that's like broken ornaments, glass yep. in the foot. The correct
0: answer is 14,700 wow. people.
3: <gasps> so it's not 14,
0: 33, eh? Hey? <laughs> so it's a few more than 33. And Colin gets another point. <laughs> Let's nice. go.
2: Oh man. Um That's yeah, so we had entries. a breakdown.
0: So of those fourteen thousand seven hundred, it's percentages, forty-one percent were admitted for falls, uh, most of them falling off of ladders. Yep. Um, oh, and there were three deaths, unfortunately, that year from oh. people falling off ladders while putting up Christmas lights. Um, ten percent of those were lacerations, so people who cut <gasps> themselves while wrapping gifts, and five percent were back strains. People who <laughs> oh, strained I... their back. <laughs> All right, two more questions. Question number 11. Santa Claus, also known as Father Christmas, is famously based on the 4th century Bishop St. Nicholas. In popular culture, in which year was Mrs. Claus first introduced? In which year was Mrs. Claus first introduced?
2: I'm trying to think back to like my grandma's decorations. Like when?
1: Like you have the Mrs. Claus and Mr. Like Santa Claus, like the old scary dolls sitting beside each other.
2: 18... 76.
0: Maddie says 1876.
1: Colin? Let's go with uh, 1850. I'm going to go with 1837.
0: Well, I got to say, I'm, I'm amazed. Three in a row for our guy Colin here. Let's keep catching up. Because the correct answer is 1849. Wow. Okay. 1849. She was introduced in a book called A Christmas Legend. And just a few years later in another book, she was given a name. Her name is Goody. Goody Clause, which is short for Good Wife. So (laughs) there's your 1849 (laughs) attitudes kicking in. All right. Last question. Um, Shot with an $18 million production budget, the 1990 film Home Alone is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. Adjusted for inflation in today's dollars, how much money has
3: this movie
0: made? In 2020 dollars, how much money has Home Alone made?
3: 3.3 billion.
1: Colin says 3.3 billion. I'm gonna go with uh, 686 million dollars.
2: 4.2 billion.
0: All right, and the correct answer is 528 million.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> wow, they need to they need to work on that.
0: <laughs> well, it is a uh, 510 million dollar profit.
2: <laughs> so yeah, they're all right.
0: All right. So let me count up here. We've got Matt with, we're going to say three and a half points. You get a half point for the one where you tied. Nice. Three and a half. Maddie has five and a half for Maddie. Nice. And Colin, you have, you got three in a row at the end. That was very impressive. And you ended at three points.
3: (laughs) There we go. Nice job,
2: guys. So congratulations
0: to Maddie, our Christmas numbers expert. Woohoo. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for being here with me uh, on Canvas Christmas. And thanks to those of you who are listening to us right now on the podcast. We hope that you're all doing well. And from the four of us, we just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas with your families. Uh, We know it's going to be different this year. Um, We're praying for you. Um, Please stay connected to the church through our Christmas Eve live streams and other things that'll be coming out and hope that you all have a great holiday
3: season. For the
0: Christmas season, signing off for the last time, this is Dom.
3: Matt.
2: Maddie
3: and Colin see you later
0: thanks for listening to canvas conversations on the canvas young adults podcast from grant memorial church please make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss the show also you can find us on facebook and instagram at, at canvas gmc